What are we talking about today, Paul? We're talking about what's new in SEO. Two things to know. I mean, come on, two things. What is going on in SEO these days? So, you know, this is kind of drawn from the stuff that I'm dealing with with clients right now with uh, with folks. And one of the big questions was, um, something happened to my rankings around July, and then something seems to be happening again. You know, that seems to be... And then other people, nothing. So no, no, no changes, no nothing. But a few people, something, something's a little off. So we've looked into it, and and it, one of the problems that we've run into is Google updates. So when you say that's ranking one. Let's Google let's, updates. Let's let's back up the bus just a second here. So when we say rankings, what are we talking about? Somebody types in any kind of search query into Google. So or actually can speak it into Google now. You know, plumber near me, best uh, metal roofing contractor. Etc. Where do you rank in those? You know, obviously number one gets the lion's share of the traffic. So if you're in, if you're number twenty, you're number fifty, if you're number one hundred, you're getting beat to heck by the mm-hmm. guy that's number one. One of the things we do, of course, in SEO is monitor your rankings really closely. You rank for a lot of things, but we we put in specific words that we really want to track. These are the ones that we think drive revenue for you, drive conversions for you, show the most intent that people have, drive um, leads. Yeah. Drive the leads, drive the phone call so your phone is ringing. Um, yeah. That's what we want to know. So we want to know when you are number 20 and when you've moved up to number 15 and how can we get you from 15 to number eight and all the way up to number one. So we watch that stuff really closely. The problem is one of the challenges, I said challenge, I won't say problem, but the challenge is that Google doesn't tell us exactly the algorithm that they use, the behind the scenes programming that they use to figure out how to put this one number one and this one number two and this one number three, et cetera, et cetera. They make constant improvements, but there are times in a year, maybe three or four times in a year, that they will do what's called a core update. And a core update means that it it affects many parts of the algorithm and it can, can drastically change things. Some of those pass without too much you know, to that you don't notice it too much. Some have massive effects on people. So uh, they did a, a core update in July, and then they've done another one in September. One of the things that I think is re- that that we need to you know is new in SEO right now is just the need to monitor the rankings more closely and look at them in these times of what I would call turbulence. We don't know what they change. They don't tell us exactly. They tell us right. maybe maybe they'll give us a little hint. But they don't tell us exactly, they don't get into the nitty gritty of what they do. So there are still people that are trying to figure that out through experimentation and analysis and all that kind of stuff. But we just know that it's a time of turbulence. People who had, whose rankings were always high may find them have dropped all of a sudden. So what you're suggesting is there are ways to track your rankings and maybe check them, what, on a weekly basis, something like that? Uh, yeah, the two, they update every week. Um, so we can watch the movement over time. But when, when when these core updates happen, there can be some changes. So what I would say is new is that with these core updates coming so quickly that uh, you need to have somebody looking at that. For most people, they may not see a problem and it's going to be fine. But there are going to be some people it's going to be, oh, okay, you got you got an issue. Have you seen any with the most recent updates? Have you seen any particular trends? I have the, what, what I've seen so far is that e-commerce sites, some e-commerce sites are losing some words that they rank for. And I don't know if it's that they just made it harder for Shopify based or e-commerce based sites to rank through some change that they've made. Mm-hmm. But that seems to be the, the one that it's the guys that are running e-commerce stores. Their rankings have sagged 
since July and then now again in September, something is, and it may be, I, I think it's maybe in the fact that their their pages are promoting a product and maybe their product descriptions aren't all that different, you know, things like that. So there's kind of thin pages. There's not a lot of content. Pretty on those generic. Pages. Yeah. yeah, there's going to be pretty generic. And so that's what I've found so far. It's the guys that are running e-commerce sites yeah. that are seem to be having being hit. But it's that's not that's not the hard and fast rule. But if nobody's paying attention, you don't know, you know. So that's why I'm saying if you're not closely monitoring your rankings, you need help to do that at a base level. If you do nothing else for SEO, you should just know where you are, right, and what's going on. And if you're not going to have anybody promote it, write content for you, do all the other stuff to keep trying to improve it, but at least monitor it, right? Because um, you don't know exactly those guys didn't know that that one day they were going to drop off the rankings, just be right. chucked out of the archive yeah. completely, you know? Yeah. And if nobody was paying attention, they would just wonder, why is the phone not ringing? But some, luckily they were paying attention. And then they said, oh, geez, we need something. We need help to fix this now. Yeah. So closely monitor it. It looks like you had something else you wanted to talk about today. Something else that's new and exciting in the world of yes. Google and all yes. things SEO. What yes. is it? Well, it's it's this thing that we all love, Google Analytics. It's how we tell how many people have been to our website and where did they come from. And it's, I think, been around since 2005. And people use it. It's a fantastic tool uh, to it be able is. to say, this is how many people came via referral from another link. This is how many people came from finding us organically in searches. Uh, directly typed our name in versus all those ads. things. Um, ads. Who, who, and then, and then, you know, did they convert? Did they become newsletter subscribers? All that kind of stuff. We can tell all that. How long did they stay on the site, et cetera. So that's the fantastic tool that yeah. most people are using. If you get any reporting from your uh, marketing company where you, you do it yourself, Google Analytics is just kind of like the Swiss army knife of digital marketing. It really yeah. has a lot of basic information that you're going to need to figure out what's going on. And the first thing I always want to look at is analytics just to see what's yeah. going on, right? Having said all that, <laughs> so, what's happening? Uh, Google's killing it, of course. Um, <laughs> so it is it is outdated and it needs to be it needs to be updated. So Google decided apparently that they couldn't update it anymore. They needed to scrap it and start over. So they have decided to have what's called Google Analytics 4. That's the new fourth version of it, GA4 for short. Uh, GA4 is has already launched and you can get your site onto it. But the big announcement, the big thing that they're pushing, and this is something that impacts SEO because obviously SEO eventually drives traffic and leads to leads and conversions and new clients and new customers, new patients, et cetera. So we, we really pay attention to Google Analytics. The thing is that it's being replaced and the original, the old version of Google Analytics is being shut down on June 30th. So from July 1st of 2023, you only be able to use the new version, Google Analytics 4. So that's yeah, a big change. Paul, stop freaking out, man. That's like seven, eight months away. I mean, what's the big deal, dude? Come on. <laughs> yeah, think about the next couple of months. Uh, November. Thanksgiving. It's going to be Christmas before you it'll know it. It'll be here. It'll be, it'll be here before we know it. Oh my gosh. Well, and, so fast. and the biggest reason why you should do it now, now you'll have comparative data after, you know, after the old Google Analytics, get it on your site now, right? So then you've exactly. got the legacy exactly. data that you can compare 
in the tool. You don't want to just like, cause you'll be basically, if you wait until June 30th to turn the thing on, you're going to have no legacy data to compare. Yeah, to. yeah exactly. You're going to see everything start from that day. Um, and it will appear that, that it, as you're looking at GA4, that it has no history from before, but it, it does, of course, get it in as soon as possible. And I think, you know, like you said, it, it's going to come faster than we think. So any kind of delay and some people's websites are complex and they need, they have a lot of moving parts and they have a lot of conversions and actions that they want to get in there. And it takes a little while to do. So don't underestimate the fact, you know, that this is going to take a little while. And like you said, you felt, you find the other one easier to get around in. So you still keep using it. I'm the same way. I'm the same exact boat, but I have to get my mind around the reality that in July, I have to know what I'm doing with GA4. Now, you know, that's that that's what I'm a professional, that's what I'm supposed to do. We'll be fine. But it's it's just a just an indication of like we've all got to kind of, you know, get our heads around this new this new right. reality. <laughs> so, yeah. So we're using, for example, we're using the core analytics code right now mm-hmm. to report metrics to over hundred clients a month. That core reporting platform that we're using that is that is using google analytics as its source of truth we we have to switch it all uh downside one downside that you were talking about as well was the fact that there are a lot of tools that were built to work with google analytics and they may not be available we've we've been running the gauntlet right now with a couple of our uh, tools like call tracking. We use call tracking metrics. Mm-hmm. Um, we have been attending their webinars and everything that they, they've actually been collaborating with a whole team of folks to best implement GA4 for call tracking. Call tracking is how you figure out uh, or how we help clients figure out where traffic to their website. If people who convert, they're going to call the business. And we use that as a tool to connect the dots between somebody who visited your website and then somebody who called you now. As yeah. Well. So that, uh, and there are hundreds and hundreds of examples of that, of little programs, applications, things that people have done with that tied into Google Analytics that pulled the data from Google Analytics and then repackaged it in interesting ways or whatever, Yeah. Um, that now are having to do it for GA, GA4 some of those are not going to be replaced. Some of those aren't being maintained in the same way or they don't have the resources to get them going or whatever. So we're getting down to, you know, having having some less choices for some of those tools. That's definitely a, a con, I suppose, in the situation. But it's also collateral damage, I suppose, because what's happening is GA4 is fixing so many other things. You know, the question, first question I had was, why would Google, why would you do this? When I first read that, they, you know, what are you doing? Yeah, um, So question. many things are built on this. Why would you do it? Well, when you read their arguments about why they're doing it, it actually makes some sense. They're not doing it to be capricious or difficult or just because just because they want you to adopt something new. They're doing it because the old version was written started in 2005. Privacy, think about think about the landscape of privacy on the internet in 2005 versus the landscape in 2022. Things have changed massively. Expectations have changed. The previous version is kind of a privacy nightmare and especially in a world in which the European Union has all kinds of privacy rules. The United States and different even states inside the United States have different privacy rules. Different countries have different privacy rules. You know, some devices are not allowing the personalization tracking that used to be. So iPhones and things are turning that stuff off. Yeah, Apple. So yeah. Apple stuff is, is, is pushing that stuff away. So how in the world do they know this person that visited your site is 
24 and a college graduate and all that kind of stuff. Well, it's cool that in some ways that advertisers know that or, or that analysts know that. And it's also super creepy and spooky that they know that. So they're trying to walk this line and they're trying to, to make a new version of this, which is respectful of privacy, allows people to opt in and all that kind of stuff. Um, the other thing that it is, is it's mobile friendly. One of the one of the big downsides to Google Analytics was it makes mobile sites slow on mobile devices. It makes the site slow down. It really wasn't meant for mobile devices to be using up because in 2005 people were just thinking about Blackberries. Maybe mm-hmm. I mean we were you know way before surfing on your iPhone. Now are doing way more browsing everything else on the on the phones and the phones are let's just say bluntly super. Uh, sensitive to JavaScript and all kinds of scripts that run on the page. And of course, Google Analytics is done through JavaScript. That makes pages go slower, makes people unhappy, then they stay off the websites. So Google doesn't want that. So they want something that's lightweight, faster, privacy respected. It's more configurable and easier to use for the eventually, um, we hope, for the for the user. Yeah. And to do that, they had to start over, over from scratch. So that's why they've done it. So we lose some tools, we lose some familiarity with originally the you know the stuff that we've been doing for the last 10 years, 10 to 15 years. That's a problem, but it's a good thing overall. It's a good thing to move to GA4. It's something that we need to embrace. And as you said, you need the data as soon as you can. You need the history as much as you can. Yeah. Um, and we don't need any delays. And with geez, what we know is coming. Um, in the, you know, in November and December, you really ought to be on this as well. So that's the other thing we need to do, though, and be doing in SEO is, is, is making sure that our sites are moving and transitioning to GA4, at least running it in parallel for now until the uh, regular analytics dies. And then we turn it off. So what are the two big takeaways from our conversation today? Number one, you got to know your rankings. That's number one. You got to be looking at and monitoring and know where you rank for the stuff that you want to rank for. And number two, you need to be implementing implementing GA4, Google Analytics 4, now or as soon as possible. And if you don't know how to do that, we're here to help. Yeah. So yeah. we have a opportunity to book a consultation with us on our website. Go to bizmarketing.com. And you will see a book appointment there and we can book an appointment and chat with you about it and help you figure out what's going on with your rankings and your Google Analytics. You're more than happy to help. I don't know if I'll leave this on the podcast, but two things. First, Google is updating Know Your Rankings. B. (laughs) Yeah. I almost did that because my wife does that all the time. She's she is hilarious and she does it on purpose, but she'll be like, she'll be like two things. One, I never said that. And B, you shouldn't. Cracks <laughs> me up every time. Grace and I, I, we do that. That was like a Michael Scott thing. Yeah. So Grace and I, Grace and I pull that on each other all the time. Oh, how the turntables. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Paul, this is good stuff. Thank you. All right, thanks, thank, you, thank you for joining me today and giving mm-hmm. us the latest on SEO for 2022, late 2022, looking at 2023. Yeah, my pleasure, day. man. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for listening to this episode of Biz and Life Done Well with Peter Wilson. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and most of the other popular 
podcast platforms. Please tell your friends about us and leave us a review so even more people will find out about us. Thanks again. We'll see you soon.